Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. in my spirit so many people journey through this process called life and the biggest question that has ever been asked by any human being what is my purpose but we were created to worship we were born with a Blessed in the, to do what? Give him praise. If we tap into the power of praise, the power of letting the world know, this one right here, God has changed. And so we worship by the way we walk. We worship by the way we talk. We worship by the way we represent the word of God the Lord says everywhere you go and everything you do is worship well let's go to the book of Isaiah the first chapter 18th verse it says come now and let us reason together saith the Lord though your sins be as scarlet they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. I'll read that again. Come when? Now. Let us reason together or talk about it a little bit. Says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Isaiah 118 in the King James Version. People for generations upon generations have been trying to find their way. Human beings have been on the search for their purpose and possessions. Many people spend their whole life looking for purpose and possessions and if I never have any possessions then they feel that I don't have purpose and so the human race has equated purpose to having possessions if I've got a car if I've got a this I've got a that if I got a this and if I got the other then that means that God is with me, thusly I have purpose. And the reason that so many people in our world today 
exert the energy that they do to live at a certain level is so that they may have possessions. And once they have possessions and they're celebrated by people and they're celebrated by our system, then they reach the conclusion, I am walking in my purpose. That's where we're at today in this passage of scripture. Purpose causes you to always seeking connections. Connections or always feel that you have to network. So people spend a lot of time and a lot of effort Connecting and networking. Trying to meet the who's who's and the movers and the shakers because if I can connect in this network, then I'm going to eventually have these possessions. And if I'm recognized by those in this network or these connections I can add to my resume, then... <laughs> I can sit back and I can have purpose. Networking has been designed to make people feel I finally got my advantage. I'm finally recognized by. I'm now in the in crowd. My name is being called in the meetings because I have the right connections. But my brothers and sisters this morning, in an effort to network and connect, God's people have disconnected from him. And their networks now produce sin instead of salvation. In Isaiah, the people of God had been experiencing tremendous favor. God had delivered them out of Egyptian bondage and they had a historical run with God where God was being everything that they needed. Isn't it beautiful when God is everything that you need? That was four people. I'll try again. Isn't it wonderful when God becomes everything that you need? But the purpose is not for God to give you everything that you need. But the purpose is to give God everything that he needs. And the songwriter let us know he created us for worship. Then he blessed us in the earth. And so we've got to get this equation and this formula straightened out this morning. Because the people of God had achieved earthly success. Judah and Israel had 
accomplishments that no one in their generational histories had ever accomplished. They had a long list of achievements. They had wealth. They had privilege. They had favor. They had opportunity. And they were popular. When what you have become and what you have possessed becomes the definition of who you are, then that's when Satan has you set right where he wants you. For our stuff is not ever supposed to make us who we are. But the source that makes us who we are is he who we belong to. This morning we belong to God, my brothers and sisters. And when we belong to God, then it's his responsibility to bless us in the earth. That song was so appropriate this morning. It's God's responsibility to bless us in the earth when we show up to God for worship, when we show up for God to shine through our lives, not for God to shine through our lives for our possession. So that's why this book of Isaiah begins with a conversation that says, Isaiah, the name means Yahweh is salvation. Or God is salvation. When you study the historical dynamic of the scripture, in the Hebrew Bible, the word Yahweh, they were trying to find a way that captures the essence of God and who God is and, and, and just how awesome God is. And God gave him a revelation and said, I'm going to break down Yahweh. Just call me I am. And so this morning I stand to communicate to you that the God that's calling you, the God that woke you up this morning, the God that protected us all, his name is simply I am. He sent me to remind you this morning that I am the God who will bless you. I am the God who will make a way out of your way. I am the God who can do anything but fail. I am not your job, not your connections, not your resources, not your networks, not your success, not your accomplishment, but I am because if I don't allow it to happen, it's not going to happen. In other words, the word this morning is saying, don't get it twisted like societies of people have gotten it twisted. Societies of our world have said, I've got to deny everything that's God in order to get everything that's good. But my brothers and sisters, we don't have to deny God in order to get everything that's good. Matter of fact, if you want God, and if you want good, then you should embrace the God of the Bible. Because I stopped by to let you know this morning, his name is I am. I can do anything but fail. Whenever you hear the word Yahweh or the way God it means that God never had a beginning and he never has an ending. If I just got to be with somebody, y'all don't hear me this morning. I want to be with someone who has never had a beginning and will never have an ending. Never 
have an ending. God will never have an ending. When we expire and lay down and look up in the sky, God's still going to be God. Yahweh or God means I'm reality. Not what you seek for yourself. That's not a reality. But I am your reality. And being your reality, watch this, y'all. If you just gotta, if you, if you just gotta have something that makes you have a sense of reality, then it's to our advantage to connect with the source of reality. Because if I get a new job, I don't know if that's gonna be here in the next 10 years or not. They may pack up and they may move out of town. They may not survive the pandemic. They may have to lay me off. They may have to cut my benefits. They may have to do things in order to improve what they need to improve. But if I'm with God, God has it all. The cattle on a thousand hills, they belong to God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. In other words, God is saying, I never run out. So if you never want to run out, then put your hope and your trust and your faith in me because I never run out. Y'all, heaven and earth may pass away, but God will never run out. Never. Never, never, God is saying to us, I don't need nobody, I don't need no help from nobody, I don't need a push from nobody, I don't need encouragement from nobody, I don't need direction from nobody, I'm just God all by myself, I am Alpha and Omega, I'm the beginning and the end, and whatever you need in between there, you, but I need you 100 with me. God is saying to us in this hour that I'm not going to ever change on you. I'm never going to change on you. Never going to change on you. Never going to change on you. Change on you. Your car that you love today Four years from now, it ain't going to make you feel the way it makes you feel when you first buy it. Those new shoes you have today, give them two years. You're going to gain weight. You're going to run them over. They're going to get too tight because your feet going to swell. Everything in life changes. It never maintains its value. But there is only one dynamic in this entire universe that maintains its value. As a matter of fact, the songwriter said he gets sweeter than the day before. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Anybody tried Jesus one day and found out that he gets sweeter as time goes? They say wine gets better over time. No, it don't. God gets good over time. He's good when you start and he gets gooder as you stay with him and he's going to get shown up better when he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. He welcomes you into heaven. And so when you have Isaiah writing, he's writing to people who have lost their way and they've got their life priorities all mixed up now. Because God had been so consistently good to them. 
their life focus had shifted from the God who created them to worship to the God who was allowing them to possess the goodness of the land. And anytime your quest for possessions and opportunity supersede your desire to worship God, then things are out of balance and God loves us so much until he's going to do what he's got to do to bring his children into balance and make sure that we don't miss out on the prize of heaven. My brothers and sisters, when Isaiah wrote this, God gave him prophetic insight and said, Isaiah, people going to be this way during your time and they're going to be that way when Pastor McMurray begins to pastor, when Renaissance begins to be a church, when live streaming is part of the worship experience. And so he wrote to Isaiah in a way so that his message would be universal. And I want to let y'all know that God is saying to us today, the time is Human beings will always have a number one in their lives. Always. We're not complete unless we have a number one. And when God is not our number one, you only have one other choice. Either God is our number one or Satan is our number one. And Satan is deceptive with his number oneness. Can I talk to y'all today? He's deceptive with his number oneness. He's slick with his number oneness. He allows you, I'm talking the church world now. He allows us to get possession. He don't fight you when God is blessing you. But he fights you once God has blessed you. He does not fight you when God is blessing you. But he fights you once God has blessed you. Because he's sending a message to the church today. You can do it your way because you're blessed. Ask people the question, how you do? Oh, I'm blessed. Oh, I'm blessed. Y'all ever had people tell you, oh, I'm blessed. But are you walking in your purpose? Our purpose, we were created to worship God, not to enjoy the benefits and blessings of God and then forget about God. And that's what's happening in our world today. God has become number two. We are worshiping the blessings more than the blesser. And when we worship the blessings more than the blessor, that's when Satan's wicked devices enter the land. And as you look in the book of Isaiah, the people of God had become carnal because when you attach to the world, you got to get down with the world. When your network is outside of worship, then you become what your network is. Why do we say come to church? Because this network of churchgoers understand if I seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
Everything that I need in life is going to come out of this network. This network is full of people that are struggling, full of people that are trying to make it, full of people that, are, that, are, that have made it, full of people that do have it, full of people that don't have it. But one thing about this network, this network will always put God first. And we don't have to brag about what we got, but we talk about who we got. And God is saying, when you lift me up, if I be lifted up upon the earth, I'll draw all men. I'll draw all opportunities. I'll put you in a network that won't hurt you, but will help you. I'll put you in a network that will celebrate you and not destroy you. I'll put you in a network where you'll be above only and never beneath. I'll put you in a network where the blessings of God will chase you and overcome you. I'll put you in a network where you know that I am. We must always remember that we exist for God's purposes and not God for our purposes. I'm going to say that again. We must keep at the forefront of our mind that we exist for God's purposes and not God for our purposes. That's why Isaiah starts off again where it says Yahweh or God is salvation. And he's reminding us of the profound meaning of that word salvation Isaiah says you don't have to chase here and there and everywhere trying to find the things of life to make you happy. If you just make one visit and stop one time and lift up your hands one time and surrender just one time, you'll find out that God is a one-time God. Whatever you need, he'll give it to you the first time. It may not come when you want it to come, but it'll always be right on time. Is there anybody had to wait on the Lord, but as you waited on him and finally got what you needed what you wanted how many can come to the conclusion with me it was worth the wait if it was worth the wait give God praise tell seven people in your just point to them and tell them God is worth the wait worth the wait salvation means success salvation means prosperity salvation sister Cooper Wood means happiness salvation means freedom Salvation means wholeness. Salvation means protection. Salvation means whatever you need in life, God's got it. Salvation means he's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provided. And so whatever you need from A to Z, from 1 to 100, you can find it in God. All things are possible with God. This morning I've come to tell you the time is now. I mean, praise team, y'all were so awesome. My notes, uh, I, Lord gave me a note this morning, and that note said, because we were created by God for God. That's worship. I want y'all to know something this morning. We were created by God for God. Say that with me. I was created by God for God. My mama and daddy participated, but God made me. 
So I'm no longer going to accept that it's in my bloodline. That's why I can't do it. It's in my lineage. That's why it can't be done. That's a lie from the psychologists. That's a lie from the intellectuals. I'm not buying into your intellectual explanation of who I am, but I'm tapping into the eschatological explanation of who I am and God told me that I was created by him, for him. The Lord said in Genesis the second chapter and the seventh verse and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. The only reason I am is because God's breath touched me and God made me who I am. That's why I've come to let you know that God is saying the time is now. Time. Now John 3 6 says that which was born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. I know you look good in your flesh. Your good looks are a bonus. Tell somebody my good looks are just a bonus. You were created by the spirit of God for God. And if God created you in his image and in his likeness and then turned around and blew his breath on your body and told you to live, you don't live unless God says live. You're not blessed unless God defines your blessings. That's why I want to let y'all know the Lord has given us the privilege to declare to humanity that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I'm going to shut it down because I'm a spirit being living in a human experience. And that's what I've come to let you know today. Don't be afraid of who hates you, but love who loves you. And God loves you. And if God loves you, that settles it. And there ain't nothing no man, woman, boy, or girl, or system can do to stop what God has created. Because God don't need nobody's approval to do what God wants to do. God is a rule changer. And the only reason we're here today is because God changed the rules and said live and not do. That's why Isaiah says, I know your history and I know how easy it is to get caught up. And he was writing then for us now. I know how easy it is to get caught up. Because you get to chasing them Joneses, man, trying to keep up, trying to impress people with your possession. That's where our world is today, impressing people with their possessions. Your life is more than just reaching a goal. Your life is about reaching God. That's what your life is about. That's what our life is about. Not about reaching a goal, but it's about reaching, reaching God. That's why he says, come now, come on now. Now, because if we don't deal with it, you're not only going to lose your stuff, but you're going to lose your place that's reserved for you in heaven. God is saying, come now and let us reason together. I'm not a God of punishment. I'm a God of love. And I want to show you how to recover. Get yourself together. Isaiah 53 and 3, the Amplified Version of the Scripture says, Incline your ear or listen and come to me. 
here so that your soul may live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies and promises that I have shown to David. He messed up every which way that you could mess up. David created seemed like mistakes. But when the boy come to his senses and God said, come here now, and he said, create in me clean heart and renew your spirit in me. That's what God is calling for in this season. For us to cry out to him, create in me clean heart. And Isaiah 55 and 6 says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near because salvation is ours to have. Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA, where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 1001 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Our Sunday morning worship service at 1030 a.m. Also, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word. And until next time, walk in victory.